we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. Information is free. The law There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's hot. But mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry. It's an absolute pleasure being with you. In a bit, I will talk about prostate cancer. Uh, you know, issues to do with prostate cancer, the facts around it, and what you need to be careful about if you're a man out there. And later on, I'll, what you need to ask uh, someone when you want to date someone who has been recently divorced. Uh, yeah, critical questions you have to have in part, as part of the conversation. But yeah, at the beginning of another crazy week, uh, it's not as crazy as normal, except if you're talking about that story from South Africa of that uh, general from Umkonto Esis where, uh, you know, the deputy or the deputy defense minister from South Africa whose girlfriend uh, took a picture of him uh, while after they'd had sex. And it's not the first one from South Africa. I think it's the third one of a similar type of picture with a, like, like a top-level uh, official and that sort of thing. And I'm just wondering, like, why, what's going on? Is that a new thing, you know? You know, it's like uh, so those pictures that people take uh, after a threesome, and then you got that sort of uh, fingered, that hand gesture. I don't know if you've ever seen it. And it's because they just look at this, just like, what? what are you doing? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, uh, looking at other news. Uh, the cooker party, by the way, uh, just after, uh, you know, the hullabaloo and all that other stuff, was happening in Kenya. Yeah, so I wasn't here, but people asking, "Oh, can we organize one here?" That sort of thing, and I'm like, "Wow!" If you look at the, if you get the, get the responses, yeah, from uh, from the what you call it, um, from the social media platforms that I have, people are like, "Yo, oh, can you tell us details of the cougar party?" But yeah, it looks like there's a big, big demand for cougars in Zimbabwe, and cougars are a big demand of young for younger men. So it is what it is. As Zimbabwe is playing his 100th, 100th test match against Sri Lanka at the moment, and uh, they're putting on a fight, and it seems they, they, they're pretty uh, keen on fighting for the uh, new uh, coach, that is Heath Streak. Uh, and if you look at uh, day three, uh, Zimbabwe captain, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Graham Creamer scored 100. Yeah, his first ever 100. He's never taken off, uh, gotten a 50. He's primarily a bowler in many people's eyes. And, you know, he hasn't even scored, uh, he hasn't even taken five wickets at, at Test Cricket. So, so it's pretty exciting for him. So congratulations. And from having a chat with him, he gave, gave the impression that Heath Streak has brought a more positive attitude to the camp. And that's all, that was actually easy to see. Uh, and then other good news, a high tea is being held in South Africa by two Bulawayo-born women, Bonichi Manikere and Ndombizodwa Sivanda. Yeah, that's what's happening. Pretty excited about it. It's happening out in Midrand. Just go online, look for the high tea South Africa uh, for information on that. But I'm pretty excited because, you know, often uh, you get initiatives and people think, oh, these things only happen in certain countries. Oh, no, no, and that sort of thing. But, yeah, uh, these two Belaya ladies have decided that they're going to take the initiative. And uh, they've got a couple of speakers there on the day. It's going to start at noon. It's, like, it's on the 12th of November uh, out in Midrand. 
And then also, uh, yeah, sad news this past week, uh, gospel singer Joyce Simeti passed away. Uh, yeah, it was so sad. Apparently she just uh, complained uh, about her health. She was at work, went home, and a few hours later she was gone. Uh, she passed away at, at Cadia Medical Center. She was 42. She had three kids and survived also by her husband. So rest in peace, Joyce. Um, yeah, so sad, so sad. Have finally, a study has come out that says if you drink at least two sodas a day, you increase your chances of diabetes by, wait for it, uh, 100%. So you've got twice as likely your chances of getting diabetes if you uh, take uh, consumption of diabetes. In fact, it's 2.4 times as likely uh, if you take, especially if you're looking at uh, 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 soft drinks that have artificial sweetenings in them. And this was after a study of more than 5,000 people who had diabetes out there in, in Sweden. It's Larry, you listen to the Criticast. <laughs> Now, it has been a growing movement, what they call the Movember movement. Now, what happened to the Movember movement, and I've decided to take part in it this year, is you shave as much of your facial hair as possible and for the month of November and it, you know it grows and so forth and no matter how itchy it gets and that sort of thing now I'm not a person who normally shaves and so forth and so I've decided to do it it's from the 1st of November November now usually uh, it's often used to do uh, to, to highlight issues around men's health and how you can contribute towards issues of that nature uh, and this month I decided that I was going to take an active interest in prostate cancer. Now, the st- the the uh, statistics around prostate cancer in Zimbabwe, or any form of cancer for that matter, matter are few and far between. So that's that's rather unfortunate. But looking at uh, worldwide uh, statistics, for example, uh, as many as uh, I can tell you quite candidly, as many as one hundred eighty thousand eight hundred ninety new cases in the United States. This is uh, latest stats, by the way, are recorded in the United States every year in about twenty six thousand. 120 deaths uh, from prostate cancer per year. Now, the thing about uh, prostate cancer, in fact, before I talk about prostate cancer, many people ask, what is the prostate? Uh, It's a a gland that is, you know, that is usually the size and shape of a walnut and uh, grows big as you get older. And, and and it sits underneath the bladder and around the urethra, urethra that is, uh, you know, the place where you pee or where you ejaculate through. Now, its main job is to help semen, uh, to make semen, and, uh, you know, that is the fluid that carries a sperm. And now what happens is that if there's a, this is, I think, is key, key information around it, is that it's one of those cancers that sneaks up on men, especially as they grow older. So it's not one of those that's rather dramatic and, you, you know, you you suddenly have it and and that sort of thing 
But uh, you know, most men will have you, you, you know, urinary problems, that sort of thing. And I'm gonna give you, uh, and this is also for, uh, I think, also for family members. It's not just for men to know. It's also for family members living with people who might be at risk to know. Uh, you know, if somebody's got, uh, you look out for the fact that you need to go to urinate more than usual, including at night. For example, if you need to go again after every two hours, uh, you know, difficulty starting to urinate, uh, straining, it taking a long time to. Finish. Finish urinating a week of flow when you urinate and also a feeling that you're not emptying your bladder fully so you feel like there's still something in there and also needing to rush to the toilet sometimes leaking before you get there and dribbling urine after you finish and then of course there are less common symptoms which include pain when urinating pain when ejaculating, blood in urine or semen, which is kind of, I mean, if you see blood in anything, uh, you, you obviously have to get a lot more worried. Uh, problems getting an, uh, or getting or keeping an erection. Uh, this is a, a common symptom of a prostate problem and is more often linked to other health conditions such as diabetes or heart uh, problems. Now, the question for, for somebody sitting there is like, how do you know if somebody's at risk? Uh, well, in developed countries, it's said one in eight men will get prostate cancer at some point in their lives. And with men who are 50 and over, uh, with a family history of prostate cancer, uh, you know, and apparently black men are more at risk of getting prostate cancer than anybody else. Uh, and if you look at it, I mean, you've got it's stories of Mobutu uh, Sese uh, and so forth, uh, people like that who suffered from prostate cancer. And, and I think the information around it is also important uh, beyond uh, the, the basic risks that are uh, related to to age or something that make it hereditary or, you know, the fact that you're black and so forth. Now, beyond that, uh, they say that uh, also your body weight, and uh, no one knows how to prevent uh, prostate cancer, to be sure, but staying a healthy weight may be important. And research shows that being overweight or obese increases your risk of, of getting cancer that's uh, more likely to spread. It's called aggressive type of cancer uh, or advanced prostate cancer. And that's why I talk about uh, diet and physical activity activity and how it's related to your risk of uh, prostate cancer and it's important to go and get screened uh, gents out there I know we hate going to the hospital but let's go and get screened because if you catch it catch it and death can be prevented uh, this is this is a proven fact death can be prevented if it's caught and screened early it's Larry you listen to the criticast <laughs> It is Larry, you listen to the Criticast, and uh, yeah, in the final segment, as I said, I'll talk about uh, uh, dating somebody who's divorced and that sort of thing. Now, uh, divorce happens, you know. It's not a secret. It's one of those things. The divorce rate uh, is, you know, is increasing, possibly increasing in Zimbabwe. That means there are people who are going to be young uh, and that sort of thing, or married young perhaps, and they still want to be on the market and that sort of thing. So you come across one of those, right? And there's a budding relationship somewhere there. And there are critical questions uh, that you have to ask. You know, you simply have to. 
if you depend uh, to find out where the relationship is going because it's unique in that they have experienced an extensive level of intimacy of you know the sometimes there are kids involved and you know sometimes it's a normal breakup sometimes it's not a normal breakup and so forth so regardless of the circumstances of, of the previous marriage going through a divorce can also impact of how one sees or acts in a romantic relationship and therefore it's quite important to have serious discussions around certain things the first thing you want to ask is are you comfortable talking about your divorce now a person who completely avoids the topic or shows significant discomfort talking about their divorce may still be emotionally invested and of course or at the very least it may show that there's still uh, some tension about the topic and that can be a red flag because what it means it can show that she has uh, or he or she has an unhealthy connection to her previous relationship or spouse which could be trouble for your future question two two do you want to get married again you want to ask that question you might assume that since she's been married before she wouldn't want she wouldn't have any issues doing uh doing it again but uh, that's not always the case some people are like i'm done with it it's important to determine what uh, where she stands he or she stands on the issue and how it aligns uh with where you see your future going um the next question is, do you believe you can spend your life with someone? Some people may be, uh, you know, divorced folks that believe that uh, they can be in love and in commitment with uh, with uh, as much as anyone. Uh, you know, they may not want to be legally committed again, but will be completely open to the idea of uh, living together or committing to someone forever. If your partner no longer thinks that two people can be in a loving, committed relationship, then that is a red flag because they might want to be have a certain different type of fluid um, uh, you know, relationship, uh, and then also ask, did you want the divorce? Uh, you know, according to uh, research from the United States, I think it's Stanford University, seventy percent of divorces are initiated by women, and even if she didn't initiate the woman, it's a good idea to find out if she wanted it once it was put into motion. So you, you want to also determine if they uh, they still uh, pining for their old life. Do they like the things that they had in their past life? Uh, are they still holding a torch for their ex? ex uh, granted, it's impossible she didn't want the divorce, but has since moved on. But uh, uh, the answer to the question can uh, provide clues as to whether that is the case. Uh, most importantly, how do you feel about your ex? Now, not everyone can speak uh, highly about their ex, but if uh, they're super bitter or angry about the ex, that could be a sign that they're still emotionally invested in the relationship. And they are the bad signs. Uh, you know, your partner puts the blame for the demise and the marriage on her ex, or they, you know, they also say they learned gross, they, generally, they have learned some gross generalized lessons about men or marriage based on their experience. So uh, there's a couple of questions that you need to ask, um, the, you know, the person that you're dating, uh, so that you understand where they stand in a relationship. And uh, any relationship can be as healthy as it can be, as long as you have those, uh, what are called surgery questions. You know, the questions that kind of feel like, you know, someone is cutting through you and, you know, you get emotional and you get uncomfortable. And, you know, they, they, they say couples that tend to have those difficult periods, especially 
especially early on, uh, create a great foundation for the relationship. And that is key uh, because a lot of people are, are falling in and out of relationships because that great foundation is not there. You find yourself six months down in the relationship, but sometimes, unfortunately, six years into a relationship, but you never had the discussion. And you think the other person uh, didn't care as much about the relationships as you did, but that's simply because you'd never both, uh, you know, nailed down uh, the important aspects of what you both individually wanted in a relationship. Uh, the emotions are not enough. The, there is the practical, hard grafting that has to go into making a successful relationship and asking these difficult questions goes a long way into doing that. And with that, I say thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode of the Cast. I uh, would like, if, if you want to get in touch with me, the email address is info at alariquirirai.com also you can get in, me, get in touch with me via Twitter at Quirirai Quirirai he's got a YI at the end catch me on ZFM Stereo between 6 and 6.30 uh, for Tuesday night football and between 8.30 and 9pm for Health Matters and also if you don't want to miss an episode of the Query Cast, uh, just go on to iono.fm iono.fm and uh, you know um, just uh, look for QueryCast and uh, get the uh, RSS feed uh, loaded in whatever RSS uh, you know uh, device that you use and then also go to uh, iTunes yes I am on iTunes look for QueryCast and uh, subscribe to iTunes and you won't miss an episode you get a notification every time there's an episode other than that I leave you with the saying of uh, George Bernard who says life isn't about finding yourself Life is about creating yourselves. It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?